Hey everybody, this is Theophilus from TZ Coaching and you're listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Whether you're a dad that stays at home, works from home, or away from home, our roles are essential. To a son, it's an illustration of how life as a man is done, and to a daughter, an example of the type of man to look for in the future. But in either case, a noble father stands firm for what he believes, leads with his actions, and embodies a healthy balance of body, mind, and spirit. He pushes himself hardest and commands his time respectfully because he knows how precious the present is. Join me as we discover what it means to live as a noble father. Thank you for joining me for the Noble Father podcast. Today is October the 2nd of 2023. And uh, today in Canada, it is a... Um, not a holiday, I guess you can say holiday, National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. And one of the things about uh, being a Canadian, you know, people always say, oh, you guys are so nice and you guys are, you know, this and that. And, you know, you guys are so peace loving and all this stuff. In reality, we have a lot of issues, you know, and um, we have we have our own history. And one of those things is, uh, and the reason why we have this holiday today called Truth and Reconciliation is for the native indigenous children who um, were uh, forced to go to residential schools to learn how to be, um, I guess, let's just say Canadian. Um, and and as a Christian myself, you know, um, my my beliefs and certain people and, and and this is this is what i know to, to be true of mankind is that we we take what god designed as pure and as as a relationship to be religious and um and to be indoctrination uh, to be indoctrinating and and um and that's not what I believe, right? That's the, 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 the religion stuff and the forcing of and the and in some of those schools there was torture and um, and very in the sake of for the sake of God um, or crusade of sorts, um, a lot of children lost their lives. A lot of children uh, walked away with trauma. And even now, as a as a nation, we as Canadians, we have so many problems. Um, the indigenous population here in Canada make up a small fragment of our society, yet they make up such a large portion of our um, criminal justice system. Um, a lot of uh, alcoholism, a lot of drug abuse uh, among them. Uh, what I what I know of reserves, um, <clears throat> and I'm going to speak boldly about this because this is this is this is an issue. This is an inherent issue. Is like the dictators of socialism and, and communism, where the higher echelon of society, um, politicians and celebrities, whatnot, eat well while the people suffer. On reserves, uh, not all reserves, obviously. On most reserves, the chiefs and the upper echelon get most of the, uh, you know, the biggest piece of the pie. Um, and, you know, what I know of 
Canada and the land that we sit on, you know, sure, it's, you know, indigenous land. I, you know, I, I call it God's land, really, because uh, God created it all. Um, but the Canadian government pays for the, the land usage. So if a mall sits on it, that mall every year has to pay to use that land. And that money goes to the chief and the chief disperses it among his tribe. You can understand how lucrative that is for somebody who's a chief. And so um, it's a, we're all, we're all bad guys here, really. We're all sinful people. This is nothing new. This is something that I always talk about. You know, we're, we're imperfect people. And where there's imperfection and where there's something to be leveraged, we will hold it over each other's heads. And we'll do it to great selfish benefit. Uh, this isn't what my podcast is going to be about today. Um, I wanted to share something that happened this week as well. As last Sunday, uh, you know, as we were sitting in church, uh, guy going up there was doing a, a an announcement uh, for the, for the church, right? The weekly announcements and and uh, you know the topic of baptisms. Uh, was coming up, uh, you know, was that, that baptisms were coming up next week. And, uh, and so my son stands up and he looks me in, in the, in the eyes and just says, Hey dad, I want to get baptized. And, and that was, a that was like a, that was a crazy revelation. I think I might've shared this. I might, no, I don't think I shared this because last, last week I didn't get the chance to, but, uh, man, you know, a lot of emotions as a father, right? Like I always say, we're spiritual beings living a physical life. And so when I think about fatherhood and the journey of fatherhood and the the mission and the objective of fatherhood, it's, it's when I think about the, the large, the bigger picture, we are here to steward and guide our children into heaven. That's, that's just... We're, we're, we're here to prepare them for eternity and so you know I've, I've said before in the past you know like if you're a dad who doesn't believe in um a higher power or or life beyond this physical plane is to look at your children and and and, and think and ask yourself are you ready to be wrong about that for your kids sake I don't I don't care if you don't care for yourself. But the 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 journey of masculinity, the journey from a boy to be a man, to becoming a man, to be a masculine man, the the just like Shia LaBeouf shared on the podcast is you become a man when you become responsible for somebody else. And responsibility isn't just for the physical side of things. It's not just for the emotional or the mental side of things. There's a spiritual side of things. You're responsible for that as well. And so as a father, I'll ask you, are you ready? Are you ready for that? Are you ready to be wrong about what you believe spiritually? Sure, you might have been hurt by man's version of, of, of faith, but that's not but that's not true faith. Interesting yesterday at church we were, 
we were, I was talking, having a conversation with my friend, Alex, and we were just talking about how glorious of a day it was and how awesome it was. And, and, um, and we were talking about some, some concerns and, and, you know, we all have our life struggles and, and, um, it's funny cause as we were talking about the struggles, uh, suddenly this lady, this old lady walks past us and she just starts telling us her story about how her husband was so against her son getting baptized and, 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 and he's since passed away. I don't know if he, you know, walked back on the resistance, you know, or the, the, the objection that he had towards it. Um, but it was, it was crazy cause you know, we were met right there and, and she, she just so happened to like, it was unprompted. She walked up to us. Like we didn't, we didn't do anything. We didn't initiate or engage her in any way. And she just started, went, went to go share it. And, um, and you know, that kind of solidified in my head, you know, of like, yeah, you can't afford to be wrong. Yesterday, as I was watching my son get baptized, I was like, like I, I was, I was, I was, I was kind of blown away, you know. Um, and then I felt in the pit of my stomach of like, because here, so, so, so more context. So, you know, because it was last Sunday that my son asked this question, like for for three weeks, I I, I say probably about three weeks or maybe about a month. I was feeling this like very deep, deep-seated, deep-rooted um, lack of peace uh, of like, and of questioning, actually, of asking God. I was like, Lord, like when my, my child's salvation, my, my kid's salvations, like both my son and my daughter, their salvation it just weighed so heavily on me for 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 two weeks for three weeks I, I i wasn't i wasn't sure where it was coming from um and and not just that because you know as a community leader for noble father like i don't only care about myself and my children i care about the fathers in my group i care about the fathers at, at, at large i care about their children's at large i care about them so deeply and i feel it so deeply and so the burden in my heart is always what I well, what I would want for my children why would I not want that for those that I care about uh, and even those that don't know me I still care about them um, that salvation piece is one that I I couldn't it was it was sitting so heavy for me and um, to have that happen there I was like <laughs> I, I I can rest easy knowing that my son has accept, accepted Jesus into his heart and has made the public declaration to be obedient and say, and, and to make that announced to the people at the church. It was so beautiful. My son wasn't the youngest yesterday to get baptized. There was another girl who was six years of age. And, her, and, and when I look at her and I look at her family, I think, of course she'd make this decision. Like, of course she'd do it. Like, her family is leading her in such a way and you know the there's you know there's there's a bible verse you know oh that that goes um when they are young so they won't steer from it 
I'm going to find it right now because it's amazing. Yeah, Proverbs 22, 6. It's so, it's so beautiful. Train children in the way they should go. When they grow old, they won't depart from it. Train children in the way they should go. When they grow old, they won't depart from it. You know, that's the foundational piece of being a father, right? I shared this with the Patreon uh, group uh, on the exclusive podcast there of like, what's the foundations of the father, right? What we set in motion. And I always say that, actually, I say this all the time too, right? It's like, you know, do such a good example so your kids see what example to lead in their life so how they should live their life as a man or how or what to look for for your daughter uh to look for in a man in the future or do it so bad to the point where they know that that's not the example to live in their life like that's something that i always you know preach of like you either do it to the best of your ability and you not waver from it or you do such a bad example that they know not to live that way. So they know. That wishy-washy in-between kind of stuff, like you're good one week and then you're bad another week, or you're gone five days and then you're here three days and then you're gone again. Like, be, choose. Choose a side and stick with it. Because nobody, nobody likes that vagueness. Nobody likes that two-faced kind of approach um and so you know and i'm saying this like don't don't take it like i'm on my high horse and saying that i have it all together i don't i don't and in telling you and reminding you i'm reminding myself and so there's a lot of things that i'm slowly improving upon there's a lot of things that i'm trying to do better myself and 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 to better myself and that's the thing that I want you to, to walk away with is to ask yourself. Ask yourself. Don't don't compare yourself using my standards. Don't compare yourself using your father's standards. Don't compare yourself using whatever standard outside of yourself. You are your own standard. Only you know if you're giving it your best shot. Only you know that you're doing the best you can. And and, and that is the utmost accountability. You can't have accountability without making a decision about wanting accountability for yourself. You have to hold yourself to it because what's stopping you from saying that you're going to do it, turn around and not do it, and then lie to the people that you've asked for accountability from? There's no, I don't, I don't think that would ever happen, right? And sure, people do do that. Um, that's because they haven't made that personal decision and so i'd ask you right now for yourself how are you doing are you doing it to the best of your ability are you living as noble as you can are there things that you can get a get get away from and and, and to help you think about this more deeply is take take whatever habit let's just say drinking soda drinking pop drinks right sugary pop drinks take that and ask yourself if I don't change this, and let's just say you're taking one or two cans a day, what do you think the example of that is showing your children that it's okay to drink that? And if you think that one day whenever your kids start drinking to the same amount that you are, that you're going to have any say in them not doing it, you're setting the example. You're dictating, you're dictating that example to them. And so ask yourself, 
what does this look like in five years? Or what does this look like in 10 years? If my son or my daughter took these habits and ran with it, what would that look like in the future for them? Are you going to be okay with those results? Are you going to be happy with it? Consider consider how important those simple decisions that you make, these micro little decisions that you make, how you invest your money, how you, how you dictate your time, what you do for work. Are you pursuing the stuff that you love doing? Are you beating yourself up every single day being stressed out? Right? And I love to talk about the story of Trenton in our group. Right? Heard, heard the podcast, and I'm not bragging on myself here. I'm bragging more of Trenton here. Like, heard for himself you know, my story when I was growing up wanting to be a police officer or, or wanting to be a present father. And I chose to be a present father. And I said goodbye to this lifelong dream of wanting to be a, uh, in law enforcement. He took that information straight to the office and made a decision and, and, and told his chief that he no longer, or his, his supervisor, or whoever it is, that he didn't want to do this anymore and, and made the change. And now he's, man, you know, most recent update he's he's you know it's fundraiser season and and you know if you haven't already go check out his um popcorn uh business called wooden crate popcorn and um i had, had a an opportunity to try try it out on a recent trip to orlando where we did our first noble father retreat and um, these are really really good 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 treats um definitely go go for the holus you know if you like the like popcorn but you don't like the husks and the 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 hole that, that that they sometimes get stuck in your teeth the holist popcorn is like legal cocaine it is it is it is legalized drugs pretty much it's so addictive and it's so amazing it tastes amazing anyways you tell trenton at theo's theo from noble father sent you he'll know who it is and um yeah definitely go check out his wares but now he runs a popcorn company that um is you know nourishing people i should say and feeding us um with some wonderful goodies and good flavors and 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 whatnot um but man he's living the dream right he asked himself is this what i want to keep doing and it was crazy because you know he's telling how his kids his his kid um his son was saying i don't like it whenever you're you're whenever you go to be a police officer daddy And, and and that's a that's a that's a that's a warning that's a hint right you can imagine the resentment that can build from that if if trenton didn't lead into that didn't go into it and and didn't walk into it right um but no he chose action it was difficult it was hard switching careers like that and 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 suddenly going from relying on the state what we call the branch, right? The branch that the bird is sitting on to trusting that you have wings to fly. And man, has he taken off? Like, yeah, sure, it was difficult probably for the first couple of months, but man, he's, and I'm sure it's probably difficult right now still for him. He's 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 got tons of orders and things that he's got to do, but like you make your way out of it. You'll figure your way out of it. If a world war started, you'd figure your way out of it. You would find your way out of it why are you so scared of you know so many people are always scared of risk and oh i'm I'm scared that you know i'm not gonna make it yeah you might not make it but what's the worst that could happen you just go back and find another job how how hard can it be um you know i I hope that this motivates you to think about your life and 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 
and just think what risk is there too big for you to live a life that your children look back on and say, daddy, daddy did it, right? Even just for yourself, did you lie on your deathbed and wonder to yourself if you had made the right decision after listening to this podcast or, you, you know, your son at a young age told you, daddy, I don't like you doing this and you didn't do anything about it. Would you be okay with that on your deathbed? I'm sure you wouldn't. And so you have an opportunity now. Every day is an opportunity. You have the internet. Goodness, if there's ever a time to start a business by yourself, running it online, now is the time. You have things that you can leverage. You have wisdom you can leverage. I'm always available. You can always reach out to me. I started this podcast um, from thought till, till publishing. Probably only took me maximum maybe two weeks. And I'm talking like a week and a half of thinking about it and then like two or three days of like implementing it. Um, it was it was not difficult at all. And to be honest with you, I don't pay anything every single every single month to publish my episodes online. And so if you ever have the desire, I mean, think about this. This is this is if anything, this is a great example of like you're looking if you're watching this video podcast on YouTube right now. You'll see the mic that I have. You'll see the arm that I have. My my camera is obviously not a cheap camera. That's grown to, obviously, me investing in myself to this product now that I am very, very proud of. It starts with a humble beginning. It starts with a decision. I always say in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the hardest belt to get is not the black belt, which is the epitome of the, you know, everybody wants to strive to get the black belt. That is not the hardest belt to get. The hardest belt to get is the white belt, which is the belt of getting started. So many people don't get started. And so consider this for yourself. What is the example you're setting for your children? What is it you're doing? What are the things that you need to change? Is the example you're setting for your children the one you want them to live in their own life? If there's anything that you're doing that your children, that you don't want your children to strive for or, or, or to replicate in their lives, how do you go to change it? And and what is the path forward to doing that? Um, and also, if you're not living in what you're called to do and you're not living in your purpose, I would consider you dig deeper. Ask yourself, what is your purpose? What is my calling in this life? And if you need help with any of those things, I encourage you to reach out. I'd love to ask you the right questions. I'd love to help you deepen that understanding of yourself because... You can't tell your children that their dreams are important if you're not chasing those dreams yourself. If you're not pursuing those things yourself, who are you to tell them what to do? If your child ever comes to you and says, Daddy, I have a dream to be this, should I go and do it? Where's your assurance that they're going to get to where they want to go? Of course, you're going to say, oh, yes, of course you can do it, buddy. But I better. But I hope you're doing it with yourself. Jiu-jitsu is a great example. My son started jiu-jitsu, and I was watching him do it. I was giving him advice when I wasn't even doing it myself. You're a hypocrite, right? What does the Bible say? You try to help your brother with a speck in his eye, but you got a tree in yours. You got a tree growing out of your eyes, and you're not. You're not even. You're not even doing anything about it. How can you help your brother who's got a speck in his eye when you got a tree growing out of yours? And so. This, this episode is about accountability. 
ask yourself, are you living your life to your fullest? Are you in your purpose? And is it the example that you want your children to replicate in their lives? Very simple question. Very simple question. What you do with it matters. What you do with it affects eternity. And also on the spiritual side, right, is you are in charge of your children's spiritual life. Are you willing to be wrong? Are you willing to be wrong about God? Are you willing to be wrong about a relationship with God? Are you willing to let trauma hold you back? Are you willing to let what man did to religion to affect the relationship between your son or your daughter with the creator? And I say this out of utmost love. And there's no forcing. There's no coercion whatsoever. But the God I know values relationship and he loves you. Or else he wouldn't have sent his son to die for you. He wouldn't have sent his son to die for all of us and make way for a relationship with God, a personal relationship with God. And I'd ask you to sit on that on your spirit. Ask yourself those questions of, am I willing to be wrong about this for the sake of my child's eternity? Because you don't... Yeah, hell is a scary place and it's not fun to talk about it. But I always think... It, to myself okay this is what i think about is that if i'm ever in heaven and i ever see a friend that i had the opportunity to say something about to them about god and a relationship with god and I, just because of fear or because of society or you know the obligations of hurting somebody's feeling that i didn't say something and that person ended up in eternal damnation Heaven may not have guilt. Heaven may not have any of those negative emotions or those feelings. But that's a very real situation to, to be in. I would feel sad. I would feel sorry that I didn't speak up or say anything about it. And so if you're listening to this and you have any questions or you're wondering, what does a relationship with God look like? Why is that significant? Why does he want a relationship with us? I'd love to help you answer, help you f find those answers. And I still also let you know that as an imperfect person, I don't have all the answers and there are going to be answers that I cannot give you. Um, and, and, and it's, it's, it's really what I have, what I have here in my heart is something that I want everybody to have. And like the Bible says, if you have something good to share it, if you have a light, put it up on a stand, share it with everybody around. You don't keep it under a bowl just for yourself. So it must be shared. And so I want you to know that there is no coercion, no forcing. And I'm saying all these things out of love. And um, that's really all I wanted to share today uh, on the podcast. Um, it's a holiday, so my kids are at home, and I want to spend some time with them. And so I'm going to put out a little bit of a shorter episode this week. And I just want to say how much I appreciate you guys tuning into the podcast. Um, this has been a work of passion. I've gotten a lot of feedback on Ruben's podcast last week. If you haven't listened to that, man, go check it out. Um, so much good feedback from it. And um, I'm looking to having follow-up conversations with him because, you know, those, I, I feel like it was only but a, but a glimpse into his life. And um, there's going to be future, um, more episodes with guests in the future. Um, these monologues are fun to do, but also sometimes it can get kind of taxing on me um, because it's just me speaking constantly and i'm you know just pulling on threads and and um it does get dry sometimes and um you know one of the things that i'm looking to do is to bring my father uh on my own dad 
and to ask him questions about his growth, about his upbringing as a as a kid in in communist China and and how he came to Canada and 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 everything of that. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I'm also very interested in in that information because you know it serves as a time capsule, right? Just like I said about Ruben's podcast is it's a it's a it's a time capsule and I get to keep that information for my children one day for them to listen to it and for my grand grandchildren one day, my great grandchildren to listen to to know how they became how they became a Christian, how how faith and how God showed showed up for us and how God came through for us for generations to come because of the obedience of one man leaving China, leaving his family behind. And um, that is a beautiful thing to think about. And I, that is absolutely wonderful. And um, to get to see my son get baptized yesterday, that is generation to generation. Happened for my dad, happened for me, and now it's happened for my son. And uh, I can only expect that my son is going to be a noble father himself. He has said that he wants to be a noble father himself. And I can only imagine the example and the the harvest that this is, that that my dad's obedience and my obedience and, his, and my son's obedience is going to do to the harvest of the fruits that come from this obedience. And... Um, and, and and that's that's what we're missing more of in this world, right? We're missing so much of it. And so um, I'm going to cut it there. Thank you for joining me. Um, if you're a father listening to this for the first time, uh, Noble Father is is a variety of things. We have a huge ecosystem of things now. We have the podcast, which you are listening to right now or watching right now on YouTube. We have the Patreon membership, which is how I get paid as a creator, as a community leader. Um, and we're looking to put a bunch of stuff behind that paywall because we also have a community. And this community is one in which where social media is meant to be intentional with. And there's a lot of mothers groups out there. And there's a lot of fathers groups out there. And amongst those fathers groups, not a lot of them are intentional, especially not as intentional as Noble Father. And I will brag because... I know um, and I see what it's like out there and it's it is a very dark place and there is no community like us out there. We have a Thursday meetup where uh, it's Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time where we meet over Zoom and we just talk and we open up our hearts to one another and we become responsible for each other. Um, and we share openly a safe and confidential space to open up about life struggles, about things that you're going through, wins that you're having, um, and just to celebrate one another. The, father, the fatherhood journey can be quite a lonely one. Um, in the Patreon, we also have Entrepreneur Fortress. We call it, we call it the Noble Father Fortress, where we're growing personal personal development. So if we're talking about the dreams and stuff and you know, you wanting to switch into something else, that is the place for you. Because um, we're going through a book study together. We're going through the book uh, Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, and um, I've read the first chapter, and it's amazing. I definitely highly recommend it if you are interested in some personal development for yourself. We also have a Noble Father Bible study, and um, and it's just a great space for like-minded people, like-faith people to pray for the things that are happening in our group because we have a lot of child custody battles. We got um, illnesses that are going on. We have um, uh, estrangement stuff. We have abuse 
drug abuse, we have suicides, we have um, man, deaths in the family, we have, there's just so many things that we can pray for, and we just uplift and grow spiritually, um, doing Bible studies together, um, and, and it's just one more step in creating um, more noble fathers in the world, um, because the world does has a shortage of it, and so um, if you're interested in any of those things, hey, please reach out to me, um, you can look us up, you know, you can Google Noble Father, and you'll find our community, um, if you want to find the links, you can also look up uh, Noble Father Link Tree link tree um, you can also see that i have the patreon link if you're watching this right now at the bottom of the screen right here um, and you can check out our patreon it goes to support me and my work this is all i do for work and and i am solely devoted to speaking into the lives of fathers and i'm so glad and so happy and full of gratitude that you have found your way to this podcast today and so i just hope that you have a wonderful blessed week um, and you go to consider those things that i asked you today in this podcast Thank you for joining me again, and take care, and bye for now. Please show your support for the Noble Father podcast by recommending the podcast to your family and friends. You can also subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And also, if you know a father who is interested in a regular meetup every week where they can show up authentically and share the best parts of themselves, some of the struggles they're going through, some of the wins that they have, and even some lessons to bless other fathers with, and um, also have them in our Facebook community, um, just a bunch of men who genuinely care about one another and just share space and hold it for one another. Thank you very much for listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Until next time, bye for now.